It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, Miss Rusty. What's up, everyone? It is Monday. I think about that. So that's good. So uh, show number two for today. So thank you everyone for listening here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGEBN. And I'm your host, Rusty Diamond. Check out other great shows on the network, such as When the Gloves Come Off, the Thinking Man's Pro Wrestling Podcast, This Is It with Lizzie, and Say by the Ben. And this show is brought to you by Brad Ben Savage as fuck, Stone Reads Productions, Hardcore Entertainment, Hypnosis is great and sockemup.org. And so, yeah, everyone, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Again, numbers are just climbing and it's great to see. I'm happy. Uh, I hope you're happy. I hope you're enjoying it. And everyone's getting a lot of good information and good stories. And with that, you guys can call in, leave a message if you'd like. 503-974-6420. Leave a message. Or maybe you don't like leaving messages and you think Messages? Messages? We don't leave no stinking messages. But I need messages. So 503-974-6420. It is that easy. I'll put it on the air. That's free advertising for you. Maybe your job, your you you want to profess your love to somebody? I'll play it on here. I don't care. You can be like, oh man, I heard on the public access podcast that uh, you know, so and so it's got a thing for so and so. You heard it here for forced first. Uh yeah. So thank you again, everyone. And I'm going to bring on my special guest because that's what I do. I have a special guest. I haven't done a solo show for a long time, but that's because I have special guests all the time. So I'm bringing my special guests on here, right here, right now. We have Coach Mimi. And there she is. How are you doing today, Coach Mimi? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Uh, pretty great. Thank you. So, yeah, so your name, the way that it is spelled. So maybe, I don't know how long ago that was. Over 10 years ago, when uh, the word meme started being a thing, and I didn't know how to spell it or what, what it, mm-hmm. when, when it was spelled that way, I didn't know what it was or how to pronounce it correctly. But uh, so it's spelled that way. So if anyone needs to know how to how to spell it, but it's pronounced Mimi, which is what I thought uh, yeah. those those were called. I thought they were called Mimi. So it's easy to remember how to spell it for me. So, yes, <laughs> so yes, that, yes. That, that works out pretty well. Um, so are you doing most of your work from home then are you or is your home your office or yes i have a 
a home office, absolutely. So I provide virtual services, a virtual service here on Zoom, how we are now, uh, virtual life coaching and business coaching sessions. And then, of course, some customers who would like more of a face-to-face feel, I do offer local in-person appointments as well. So how do you do the local in-person appointments? Um, so, you you know, they have like the office spaces that you can rent out. Yep. So you yep. rent out an office space and then, you know, you set your appointments up during those time slots and people meet you there and you guys do the one hour sessions in person versus on Zoom. So do you have a certain place you like going for that um, or do you go to different places? Um, to be honest, the, the local libraries um, and I offer local sessions in two different markets. So the local libraries actually have really neat, um, nice, comfortable rooms. They have like dry erase boards and different office supplies. Um, and it's, it's, it's centralized usually for the customer. So, and it's cost effective, you know, uh, I'm a business coach too. And oftentimes a lot of business owners, like how are they supposed to get stuff done? You'd be surprised how many local resources are available for business owners to do things like have office space. Uh, to conduct meetings, so. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, the libraries is just a really uh, untapped resource for the most part, um, for especially for for small business owners. It's just been, mm-hmm. it's been great. Uh, I even coming up with, like, I was meeting with someone to make a business plan um, back before I could just have. ChatGPT do it in two or three minutes. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I spent a lot of time trying to do that because I didn't, I don't know, I had someone helping me and it still took me a really long time to make a business plan. And, uh, but I was working at the library. I'd go there each time and um, yep. yeah, I mean, it was great. Um, quiet for the most part. And if it's, if it's not, I don't know, because I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter if it gets kind of loud, though. Um, or, or does it does it matter? Does it ever get distracting or anything from out there when people are getting? Because uh, the sometimes library? the library, yeah, sometimes the library gets kind of loud, which is not supposed to, but sometimes it happens. They have they have rooms like if you got if you find the right library, they yep. have space. That you can some some libraries charge you a small fee. Um, some some libraries you just sign up for it for the yeah. space. So you sign up for the space. It's your own space. It's a closed door. If something does happen, oftentimes you don't really hear it. Okay. Yeah. I because yeah, mine was in like a an off little office space, but I could still hear. I it must have just been a really loud time wherever I was uh, somewhere and. I don't know, somewhere in Minnesota, I think is where it was when I was doing that. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just uh, an exciting library outside. There was some something. A downtown library, on. maybe where a lot of homeless people are. It could be that too. That could be. It seems to be uh seems to be a place where because I mean, yeah, it's uh you can stay there all day for free and you got as many books as you want to read or as many, you know, um, and it's always climate controlled. It's always nice and comfortable mm-hmm. in there. And 
but yeah, I mean, it's it's been pretty nice. And I haven't really heard very many small business owners taking advantage of uh, those spaces. And that's a very smart move. I, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's crazy you say that because like as a business coach, I um, so many business owners are just so, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know what to do. There's no resources. There's no help. When all the while, there's a bunch of help out there for business owners. Um, they have even the Small Business Association. And I'm back and forth between two markets. And I have tested the library system, the, the score, the Small Business okay. Association in each of these markets. And it's valuable. You learn things. You get mentorship. Like, obviously, building a business is like a hustle. It's a grind. So it's not going to happen overnight. And a lot right. of things you're going to have to learn on your own. But the resources are definitely out there. If you do the research and even um with having a library card a lot yep. of people don't know this but you can through that library card you have like access to certain databases to where you know some businesses are like i don't know where i can find leads i don't know how to find people if you are offering a service to whether it be a business or a consumer there's a free database that you have access to just from having a library card and you can get access to businesses all over the world all you have to do is filter them and it gives you their phone number their address and in some cases even the business owner's name and it's an effective way for you to get leads for your business i mean i i do it all the time so it's just another that's, free resource that's out there so that's a great idea and and then same with score score was great i um i uh and living in portland um, I had a, a mentor and he, yeah, he used to like run a, like a furniture store, like a, you know, like the, I don't know, it was, it was like a, a pretty well-known furniture store in, in the area. And so it was cool having, having him there. And I mean, it was just. I think that's something that gets overlooked so much is having a mentor and um, especially for, you know, if when you're first starting out, you know, maybe you've made mm -hmm. some businesses or maybe it's your first business, but yeah, that was a huge help having that. Um, Cause yeah, I got that. When was that? It's probably maybe five years ago or so, like right when I started my hypnosis business i think is when i got hooked up with that guy and uh, it was great i i learned a lot and got to um you know and it's it's a free resource and i don't know why people aren't aren't doing that there's so many resources like you can spend so much money on uh an office space just to say you have an office space but at the end mm -hmm. of the day what what's the the point of having an office space if it's going to put you you know in debt in or you know yeah mm -hmm. it's ridiculous like okay i have an office space but i can't afford it i don't have enough people especially if you're a new business and, mm -hmm. i mean even if you're an established business it still costs a lot of money to rent out a space 
I mean, you, you don't yep. find spaces for cheap. But like you say, we do live in a world where people just want to be able to say that they have certain things. So sometimes I realize, um, since I do life coaching as well, um, sometimes people's desire is to be able to say that they're doing something versus to actually be able to do it. And they don't realize that because they're not really all that self-aware of their motivations, influences, et cetera, et cetera. But a lot of times people just want to be able to say, hey, I have an office space. Whether the office space is actually producing a, a consistent income or not, that almost doesn't matter. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, it's real easy just to yeah, get over your, in over your head with that, too. Um, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I, I had a a shop and I mean I don't think I, I know I was like I shouldn't have had nearly as much space as I had. And I mean it I was in over my head and um I mean I'm happy I got out. I didn't if I didn't have to pay for that, I would have been able to make, you know, a good amount of money, but just so much of that money went right into this place that I just every time I went to it, I was just thinking, oh, God, I have to pay money to this place. Like, you gotta pay. Yep. And it I makes people like their mom. Yeah. And it's like, I can just run this from outside of my house and pay nothing. And, um, mm -hmm. and that's what I was doing before. And I mean, I just went right back to that. I sold up all my stuff and now I just do it on a smaller scale, but I don't have to pay for some building space and a place that I, don't really even want to be right. I'd rather be at home where I can yep you can make a, a solid income um from anywhere with the way technology is set up these days a lot of people don't they don't realize like you say they're not taking advantage I think a lot of times people just aren't like really doing real research to really understand exactly how something is supposed to be done so oftentimes they stay stuck or in that same place thinking that something's not workable when they just don't know how to work it <laughs> right and it's weird i don't know i don't know if people don't understand how when you run your own business that you're doing everything you're doing a lot more than oh, just than just being there showing up uh working 40 hours a week on a set schedule um you do your stuff and you go home and that's it. And it's just yep. not quite like that. And I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot to learn, a lot to learn. Uh, and I mean, what you don't know, you have to figure out how to make it work. Maybe at some point you can get someone to take over the parts that you're not very good at, but you got to get to that point. And maybe you won't get to that yep. point ever. I mean, that's, and that's okay too. Um, I mean, you still have to do everything on your own and you just have to learn. This is how, this is how the business works. I got to do it all and no one else can do it for me, but yep. not, not just easy work. You gotta, you gotta put your time in and, you know, really, really be out there hustling and, you know, appointments yeah, aren't no. just going to come to you. No, they are not at all. I tell people all the time, like, I say building a business is not for the weak at all. You have to be, like, strong, resilient, 
a bunch of other things. And if those things don't exist, then it's just a matter of time before you give up because nothing's going to happen for you in that business. Right. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, blame everything but, you know, but themselves. And, uh, oh my gosh. That's like the, the world, the world that we live in, it's like no accountability. You know, I always tell people if, if one person in, uh, that was born into a bad set of circumstances with limited resources, if one person was able to make it out of that, okay, that's one thing. But so many people have made it out of, you know, limiting circumstances. So it's just like, I don't understand why people still fix their mouths to be like, oh, I can't do it or this isn't working. It's you. It's literally you. Like you are in your own way. You are your worst enemy. You are the reason why you're not getting to where you want to be. But it's solely on you. It's not anybody else but you. But people don't get that. No, they, they, like they, get so, they get offended when you tell them. Right. And the only way that they can get better is to understand that the problem is them and, and it's okay if the problem is them because then they can mm-hmm. they can address that problem and they can they can work on that problem and be like oh the problem's me maybe i need to change my way of thinking of doing this i'm or my, my way of working this i'm doing something wrong it's not some something else that's messing me up it's me and mm-hmm. it's a tough pill to swallow but it's a pill that needs to be swallowed to be able to or else they can just go back to what they were doing and just say the world's against me and then anytime they see some reason to reinforce that oh yep the world's against me just because the world's against me and it's never 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 them never them they're doing everything perfect but you know um one thing i have learned being a life coach a lot of times it really is like a mental health thing. People always say like, you blame everything on mental health, but it's like, no, no, seriously it is because some of us, for whatever reason, we have a hard time taking accountability uh, for the things that aren't working. And there, there are underlying reasons to that. It's a backstory, right? We all have a backstory. And sometimes there's a backstory behind a lack of accountability or, behind one's uh, struggle when it comes to taking accountability. So I've learned to be more empathetic because um, some people in their mind really feel like the world's against them. They really don't believe in themselves to actually build that business. They really lack confidence or they come from a set of circumstances where it's just in their mind, it's impossible, you know? Um, So as a life coach, obviously I have to work with people to, you know, navigate those barriers because that's what they are. But if a person doesn't realize that that is something that's holding them back, then it just becomes their normal. And you going and telling someone who, who for 30 years believed that building a business is impossible, you know, for you to come say, no, it's possible, it's almost going to be like, yeah, you are the problem. Like, what do you mean? Because for the last 30 years, I've been limited. I've lacked confidence. I don't believe in myself. So the stuff you're saying is really foreign. And, you know, lack of confidence, lack of account, those are all mental health things, you know, and it all circles back to how healthy one's mind is. And it's really unfortunate, but it's really a thing. And I think conversations like this will hopefully open people's minds up to just start reflecting, self-reflecting and seeing, am I at that place where I don't believe in myself or, 
I'm limited in, in how I believe, um, which is holding me back from accomplishing the things that, you you know, I want to accomplish. A lot of times we say all these things, but then we stay stuck not accomplishing our goals. So at some point we have to realize we're in our own way. Right. Just across and, the board. Yeah. And it's a hard thing uh, to do because, I mean, there's it's so much easier uh, because you can also by saying, you know, the it's it's not my fault or, you know, something else, you're going to get this little boost of, you know, someone sympathy or, or whatever, or empathy. Yeah. And some people are, they, they do it because they know, or at least subconsciously know that they're going to get that if they say oh because of this i can't do that and or um you know or if something is going to make them upset uh if they if they hear it if they hear something that's going to make them upset and then you know expect everyone to kind of you know avoid it but when it does happen they just kind of yeah and it's crazy you say it. that because like um in my studies I've, I've learned that it it's um it's natural if our our mind if we sense fear or danger or uh lack of comfort it's natural for our minds to try and automatically find solutions so what happens is as we experience things throughout our lives um, as we have conversations, as we interact with certain people, sometimes we may get these feelings that may be uncomfortable. So you telling someone, like, you can actually build a business and be successful. Someone who doesn't believe that, you telling them that can actually make them feel uncomfortable. So when the mind senses danger or uncomfort, it's going to now work on its own to try and find comfort. That's where those defense mechanisms come in. Because again, it's a mental health thing in the, from beginning. So now the mind feels uncomfortable. So now they're trying to cope with that. Now they're trying to defend that feeling and cover that up. And so here comes the rationalizations and the justifications and the excuses and the, the woe is me. That's where those things come from. And what I realized is that people don't feel good about that. When they walk away from that conversation with you and you're like, no, you can actually build a business. And they're like, no, I come from this set of circumstances. No one has ever done this. They walk away from that conversation and they're like feeling bad about themselves. That's how people have to begin to evaluate and reflect on yourself. Like, okay, if you don't feel good about how you showed up in that conversation, you got to do something different. Don't be mad at him for being a believer. Be mad at yourself for being a non-believer and for holding your own self back. You know, um, it's all mental health. Our minds are working, but if we, take the control that we have over our mind. It's not much, but it's enough for us to begin to tell ourselves something differently. It'd be amazing how far we can get in life, you know, just as a society. So we yeah. got to be mindful of both defense mechanisms as they, as they employ, so to speak. Yeah. And if they, if someone is coming to you and you're telling them, Oh yeah, you can run a business and they're saying, no, I mean, why, why would they come to you in the first place to say, help me run a business? And then, you know, like if they just are expecting someone to come and say, 
oh no you can't but if someone says oh yeah you can run a business you can do it like then that's then a really good think- question so the thing is i've learned because people we live in a very um impulsive society so a lot of times if you see a marketing or advertisement and it says like hey build that million dollar business or you know, are you tired of not building your business? Are you ready to fire your boss? Um, the advertising is done strategically, right? To tap into something that we know someone is already thinking, but because that person has that desire, they act on it. It's an impulsive decision. It's a decision because in that moment, they feel strong, they feel capable, they feel like they can do it. It's all feeling. It's all fueled. I've seen something, it made me feel good. I'm going to respond to it. I'm courageous. I'm going to show up to the session. Then as you book the session, you have to answer questions. So that now gives doubt because you're being asked questions that you don't necessarily have the answer to. But again, they're in that feeling. You know, it's kind of like being on drugs, that good feeling. It's like, okay, I can do this. Let me answer these questions. But then you come to the session and I'm asking more questions. You don't have the answer to it. So it's like a person literally will crash and burn mid-session. Like, dang, I don't think I should have did this. This is not a good idea. All this stuff you're now asking me for, I'm now realizing that I don't have it. So it's like they mean well and they want to do better, but it's a um, it's a cycle, uh, a mental and emotional cycle subconsciously that we go through. And because a lot of people are not self-aware, they're not in tune, they're not educated, they're just impulsively doing things. They're just going based on what they feel in any given moment. Um, But that's what makes me a good coach because I can coach them through these things and we can work through them. Um, And then depending on the individual, we can accomplish great things together. But it all goes back to mental and emotional health um, and a lack of awareness about the things. And so what happens when you get someone and then they, they crash and burn halfway through and uh, then what happens? What, what do you do? Do you, do you reach out? Did you wait for them to call back or um, do so they, does usually, it usually just over? Right. So um, usually in, and I work a lot with the African-American culture um, because uh, a lot of African-Americans, they struggle with these limiting beliefs. So usually I'll say, well, look, at some point I would make a great business coach for you. But right now, because of where your mindset is, a business coach isn't what you need. A life coach is what you need because you still have some some mental and emotional baggage that you need to work for when a, a chaotic life only leads to a chaotic business. So I don't want to help anyone to operate a business if I now have identified that your mind is a little chaotic. They are, they, I, I rarely have people who disagree. Um, worst case scenario, they'll agree and then they'll still stay stuck on the, oh, well, I want to deal with my business thing. And they don't want to get their mind right. They don't want to deal with that trauma. They don't want to heal. They want to just focus on the money, which is fine. Um, in those cases, like I would say 95% of the time, six months, a year, a year and a half go by, these people are right back in my inbox. Hey, girl, I... I was trying to, I wanted to focus on the money. I didn't want to hear what you were saying. I'm a year and a half later and I'm at the same place I was. And you're right. My mind is messed up. My emotions aren't right. My life is chaotic. It's just a mess. 
And, I, you know, now we come on in, we do the life coaching, we work on those things, and then we can eventually build to go to the business. So it's a process. And everyone is at a different place in their process. Um, and I, over the years, I've perfected my process by being able to understand where everyone is and have solutions regardless of where a person is, you know, in their process. So then what got you kind of going in the direction of, uh, of coaching? How how did you make your way um, uh, there? What were you doing before? So public relations and then business consulting. And the reason why I got into coaching is because, honestly, everyone wanted to tell me their personal story. And at that time, I wasn't interested in knowing, like, about people's personal life. I was more interested on building brands, making money, and, you know, solely about the business. But um, I found myself getting frustrated because, like, I don't want to talk to people about their personal life. I don't want to know when people are having a bad day. I just want to show up and do the work. Um, But the fact that it started making me frustrated, I had to go self-reflect. Like, well, what do I need to do differently? Because now I don't want to show up and I'm a business owner. I'm working from home and I'm frustrated working from home. Like, that's not why you work from home to be frustrated. So a series of things happened and I seen this advertising for like life coaching and people were still coming to me for advice. And so I'm like, well, you know, and I started doing research. I took a few courses, paid for some more studies. It's like, you know what? this is why I have my customers and my clients can't get right in the first place because their minds are not right. So um, I started working with my, the customers I had and I would just show up differently to the situation because I knew they were going to be chaotic. So I started practicing little strategies and I, and they would say things like, Oh, that was effortless. Like, do you feel the vibe? Things are different. They would just be happier. Didn't even know that. They didn't know why they were happy. I was like, oh, I'm on to something because now my life is easier. I like work again, you know, because I'm helping them get their mind right. So I'm like, if I can get these crazy clients of mine to now just show up and not know why they're happy, I'm like, surely I'm on to something. I can help people. And um, it just took off. It took off. It took off. But I, I'm, I'm passionate about business. So that's why I do the business coaching and the life coaching because there are a lot of great businesses out there too that often the business is closed, products and services don't get sold, don't get marketed properly because people don't believe in themselves or they give up, they don't know. And I just feel like we're at that place in in life as a society where there's so much opportunity for up and coming business owners to thrive. I want to be a part of that success. You know, I want to be that household name in businesses, but also in mental health. So it, it fit right along in my overall vision to just help people. And, and so now we're here. And so with that, I've been seeing a lot of people who are coaches that have got into writing books or doing podcasting. Uh, is that anything you're you're thinking about getting into? Maybe at some point in the future, I'll write a book. Um, I did think about doing a podcast. Not really my, um, I'm not really doing that. 
I do offer a free mental health call on Sundays that I do, um, which gives people an opportunity to like show up and we talk about mental health things. I'm more so one is I'm I'm interested in going into the where I'm on other people's podcasts and where I'm doing more interviews because I talk about things that I didn't realize this in life um, until I realized it. But I offend people a lot of the times with things that I say, and um, I don't. I'm not trying to offend them. I am just being myself. This is who I am in my everyday life. My family was. They, my family is offended sometimes, but it's only because like we have to be pushed to be our best self in such a ugly, dark, chaotic world. If you don't push yourself, the world's gonna beat you up. So if you're either going to get beat up by the world or you're going to be strong, you know, and you get beat up by the world and you come to me, I'm not going to, I I can be empathetic, but I'm going to tell you, you're in a fight right now and you're getting beat up. So because people are so offended, I I, I want to be able to have conversations um, so that people can try to hear my concepts and my belief systems behind this because I've been through things. I'm not going to sit up here and tell you that because I've been through certain things, I can't be successful. I think that's silly. But that statement okay. might be offensive to someone. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I'm all for conversations on other people's platform um, because maybe some people have to be offended a little bit so that you can grow and start that internal conversation with yourself on why you would let a stranger have so much influence over you. That's you know? what I was just going to say. I was going to say, because, yeah, they're, they are, uh, if they're offended by it, that means that it is, it's getting them in a place where it's like, hey, that's something I see in myself and I need to change. And yeah, why, why is this person that I don't even know making me feel this way? And then, you know, then it's onto that self-reflection that they need to get to anyway. So maybe it, you offending someone without even trying is a good thing. Uh, you know, yeah. it's yeah, yep. It, it was it was hard to deal with at first, but it's like you know what, I, I mean well, and right. you know what, absolutely. I, was, I tell my, I have a teenager, and I tell him all the time. I say you're mad at the messenger when you should be more mad at the message because the message says some pretty weird things about you. Okay, I'm just the one yep. telling you. But the message is horrible, okay? <laughs> right. And it's true. And I think getting people to realize that that is a true statement in life that needs to be looked at is, yeah, you know, it's, you know, yeah, worry about the message more than the the messenger here. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I I think that's that's important to just really be able to get that out. And, um do you do any YouTube videos or anything like that? Or is that a, or? Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is I, I've gone into, I've done some YouTube um, and I've, I've, I've played around with doing YouTube videos. But also what happens is I'll start posting things and then people will start booking sessions. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a one man show. I'm very particular and meticulous about my craft. So to just, I want to make sure I have it a certain way. Um, I have clients who I've been working with for almost two years. So I want to 
I have to be hands-on with them because their life kind of depends on me sometimes. So I'm really slow pacing it because um, my services are in demand. And I do have a nice amount of people that I juggle um, outside of social media. And so every time I put a couple posts or something on social media, I'm getting a massive response. And um, up until recently, I wasn't prepared. I now have an automated system to where I have some free resources that I can offer people, the mental health call. I have more of a system um, to navigate the demand um, on top of the people who have been with me for a long time. So I'm really slow pacing it. I also homeschool my kids, uh, work from home, homeschool. Yeah. So I keep myself really busy, uh, really productive. And I, I want to be able to be productive in the kids' life, but also pursue my dreams. So it's, it's balancing all that out and making sure my customers keep their businesses afloat. My life coaching customers are on top of their life. So I got to slow pace it because I want to be able to touch as many people as possible. So That's amazing. And so then I mean, do you... When you said that you kind of feel like their life kind of depends on you, like where, where is that making you feel like when you're, you know, going about your day and you're, you know, I mean, you feeling like, you know, you really, like you said, it depends on you. Um, is that... It's not hard just because, um, so I tell people I got pregnant for the first time at 17. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't know, obviously a lot, but I know I have this little person who's going to be born. Their life is going to depend on me. The way everything about me is going to influence this now human. So there are going to be times where I have to make decisions outside of myself before this little human's benefit because their life depends on me. What this person grows up to become is directly connected to who I am. So having that mentality helped me early on with just being resilient. And I always tell people, I think that life life is hard. Life is challenging. And if you get caught up in everything that you experience in life, that can be dangerous because you can experience a lot of bad things. I experience some crazy stuff every day but I'm not allowed to get caught up in it because I'm connected to things greater than me. My life is more than just me. So that keeps me going every day because if I get caught up in me, I'm going to give up and be weak like everybody else. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I got my kids. I have, and then I tell these people the same thing. Now I give them like, you know, the first three months where we're nurturing our business relationship. I know you're going to book a few emergency sessions. I know you're going to text me because I things are going to ring in your mind. But after this three months, I need you to be stronger because there's other people that are coming on. So I coach people based on how I have to coach myself. And so if I'm having a bad day, I show up to the session and say, hey, I had a bad day today too. So I guarantee you, whatever you want to talk about, I'm going to be able to tell you how in my bad day today, I now dealt with this. So let's deal with it together. We're both human. I'm not perfect. I just might be a little bit more resilient than you know how to be right now because you don't know about resilience. In my life, I kind of didn't have a choice but to be resilient. Otherwise, 
my my firstborn son might be other things. You you know what I mean? Right, so yeah. like I'm really good about weighing out the consequences and just thinking like, hmm, in a couple years, uh, do I want to deal with that crazy stuff or do I want to kind of do some things differently now? You know, and yeah. that, it it really helps. It really helps. It really does. And so when people are ready to reach out to you and start working with you and they, when they need that better life, where are they going to go? How are they going to find you? Uh, how can they book you? How can they get all that going? So www.blacksonplan.com. That's B-L-A-C-K-T-I-O-N-P-L-A-N.com. They can go to blacksonplan.com. Or some people like to just email me. My email address is I am, I can, I will at blacksonplan.com. Um, on all social media handles is blacksonplan. And the thing is, like, you have to put in action. You don't, 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 I offer a very cost-effective service um, right now. And I'll, I'll always keep it cost-effective because there are people who need the help but can't afford it. So $35 life coaching sessions, um, especially wow. if your income is in a certain place, $45 business coaching sessions. You know, I tell, I'm transparent. I, I'm a licensed insurance agent, you know. Uh, so I sell life and health insurance. I, I provide virtual assistance services. I work from home. There are articles out that show how single, not single moms, but stay-at-home moms, yeah. they make the most money because we have the most time on our hands. I've been up since 6 a.m., nothing to do. I got a bunch of energy, you know? I'm like eating fruit. So you reach out, you want to make something happen, we make it happen. You know what I mean? Um, but don't reach out unless you really want to make something happen because I tell my teenagers, my whole day is dedicated to like keeping tabs on people and making sure people do what they say they're going to do. So don't reach out unless you're serious about like getting to that next place in your life. I like it a lot. Hey, uh, thank you, Coach Mimi. I'm happy we got to talk and, um, and yeah, I get to hear about everything you're doing and yeah, I just not knowing where we're going to go and what we're going to talk about and get to where we got to. And so I'm happy we got yeah, to do that. Yeah. And yeah, uh, hopefully we'll stay in touch here. And yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Thank you for being on. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You too. Thank you. All right. That's coach Mimi. So you guys, I mean, like, like you're saying in the beginning, get a hold of her, go to score.org, S-C-O-R-E.org. If you're starting a business, like it helped her, help me and the library, you guys. Okay. Library. I know you guys are all listeners. You guys all know what a library is. I'm not going to be a smart ass, even though I am a smart ass, uh, library, man, you know, it's there, but do you know how much it's available and how much it can do for you and you're paying for it with your tax money. Use it. It's free, sort of. But thank you guys so much for listening here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network. QGEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEE
It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right?